All right, we're going to be talking about capturing our thoughts. This is part two. If you did not listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage you to go do that first. Um, and after last week's episode, it, those that listened, didn't you give any thoughts to capturing those harmful thoughts and trading them in for God's truth? Or maybe just realizing it is possible to stop them in their tracks before they can take root or send you down this crazy spiraling slide? Today we're going to talk a little bit more about this and how to com combat those negative thoughts and focus on all that God has for you. So if you are ready for this conversation, who's with me? <laughs> Let's get to it. Hey, hey, beautiful woman of God. Welcome to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. Do you want to be closer to God and be confident in your walk with Him? Do you wake up ready to crush the day by putting God first, only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you wake up late and skip over your alone time with God again? Hey, I'm Angela. I too was a busy mom trying to find time in the small windows of my day to spend with Jesus. I have felt overwhelmed with life and motherhood, just wishing I could be close to God, be confident in His love, and stop comparing my life to others around me. But my lack of consistency kept me from what I desired most. I finally decided to make time with Jesus a priority, and it was a game changer. I now understand His love for me, can hear His voice clearer, and have grown in my confidence as a mom, wife, and woman of God. In this podcast, you will hear chats about faith, family, and fun systems that will help you grow in consistency in your walk with the Lord. So tune out the chaos in the carpool lane, or go ahead and start your workout, and let's jump in. Hey, hey, beautiful Kingdom Daughter! Welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I hope you're having an amazingly awesome day. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. So glad you found your way here, and I just hope you... Wherever you are at in life, whatever you are up to today, are continuing to seek the Lord, pursue Him, put Him first, have spent some time with Him today, and that this could just be a cherry on top of everything that God's already moving and doing in you, um, and that all of what I say points you to Jesus, points you to have a relationship with Him, points you to wanting to hear from him yourself and not just taking what I say, but learning how to hear from him and putting in the effort to build that relationship with him. So that is my desire and hope is for you to know who God is and to be known by him so that you can live this life out with purpose and um, knowing that he is a good father in your life. So anyways, that was kind of a tangent. I just pray that that's how you feel about this <laughs> podcast. And don't just listen to me. What I say is from the Bible, but also it's partial opinion. And I want you to grow and mature in your own walk with the Lord. So that is why I point you to getting your Bible a lot, because that is the place, man. That is the place for you, friend. Okay, so really quick, if you have not been a part or if you not joined our Facebook community, I would love for you to go in there and join. And as I'm talking about that, if you are in there, I would love for you to go today or whenever you're listening to this, pause this for a second, go to the Facebook group and post in there. Post an encouragement, post something about yourself. Maybe you have a prayer request. Go in there and post. I cannot be 
the only one in there. I need this is a community, and I really desire for you guys to get to know each other and to to use your gifts to love each other and to support each other and be there for each other. So go in there, post whatever God puts on your heart. Maybe you have a prayer request. Maybe you have a scripture to share. Maybe you just want to introduce yourself. Whatever it is, get in there, post. I would love to get to know you more in there. Secondly, I have a few spots left open for coaching over the next couple of months. I would love to meet with you, talk with you, see if we are a good fit. You can go to thekingdomdaughters.com slash coaching, check out the site there, and get a free call with me. If you're feeling like you have reached a point where you don't know how to get to the next step, maybe you're just feeling like you're in this cycle of the same thing over and over, and you just want someone to walk this out with you, I'm your girl. I am your girl. I would love to do it. I have seen so many awesome things happen in the clients that I work with right now, and it is such a blessing to see them growing in the Lord and pursuing Him and actually making steps towards relationship with him. And it's not because of me. I am accountability, but it's because they're putting in the work and they're uh, making the steps. And it's just amazing to watch. So I would love to work with you. If you've been here a while and you've been listening in and you've been on the fence about this, get a coaching call with me. Again, thekingdomdaughters.com slash coaching. All right, let's jump in to this week's Part two, capturing your thoughts. Okay, this week at church, I was leading worship at a church that I'm visiting right now, and the pastor there was talking about negative thinking, which I thought was really fitting because it's kind of similar to um, what I'm talking about. And he was talking about how we naturally gravitate to negative thinking. Like when we go to a restaurant, it's more likely we will complain about what went wrong rather than what we liked. Or we verbalize what we don't like, right? It's like when we get some compliments about something we worked on, but we also get one negative review, what is it we are most likely to focus on? I know for me, it's always been the negative. And it's partly my, not really people pleaser, but wanting people to love me and like me, um, made me dwell on things I did wrong and how I could have done it differently. Instead of just saying, you know what, I did probably make a mistake there, but I had all these awesome reviews. I'm going to focus on the good thing, and I'm going to make changes where need to be changed. I'm going to bring it to the Lord and see if it's even truth, and I'm going to move forward. We can very quickly just kind of sulk and get in that negative mindset, and it just keeps us frozen. And I'm saying this from experience. I have been in those seasons many times, especially with ministry, leading worship, speaking, You hear more negative than you hear positive sometimes, and it's not a bad thing. It's just people try, you know, most people are trying, quote unquote, trying to help, but a lot of times it's hard because it sticks. Those things stick with you. And I've had to learn to say, nope, yep, I'm going to take what I need to learn from it, but I'm also going to move forward and I'm not going to take it on as who I am. That negative thing that I did or the thing I might have said that was offensive, it's not who I am. It's just something I did and I need to learn and grow from it. Um, The point is that we tend to lean toward the negative, especially in our thought life, because our thoughts continue to go downhill if we don't what? If we don't stop them in their tracks and switch our focus to the things above. Remember Philippians 4, 8, whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, praiseworthy, right? We're We're supposed to think on these things. We have to shift our focus when we start to hear those lies coming in. We have to break down those lies because the enemy wants to 
keep us stuck in those lies and keep us stuck in the negative. In 2 Corinthians 10, Paul talks about taking our thoughts captive. And as I was reading this today, I read, um, my Bible has these little chunks in there and it's called Kingdom Dynamics. And it just has a little blurb about um, parts of the scripture. And I'm just going to read a little bit through it just to get you thinking about them, some things. Because he's talking about demolishing strongholds, which is the things that come in our minds, right? Um, strongholds are first established in the mind. That is why we are to take every thought captive. Behind a stronghold is also a lie, a place of personal bondage where God's word has been subjugated to any unscriptural idea or personally confused belief that is held to be true. Behind every lie is a fear, and behind every fear is an idol. Idols are established wherever there exists a failure to trust in the provisions of God that are ours through Jesus Christ. Some of the weapons that demolish these strongholds are God's word, the blood of the cross, and the name of Jesus. Strongholds are demolished and confronted bondage is taken as these spiritual weapons of our warfare are employed. So we have Jesus, we have his cross, we have his name, we have God's word, and we have the power through those things to crush strongholds in our life. At that, it was just interesting because... What happens in our thoughts is we take hold of something that we think is truth, and a lot of times it's a lie, and we allow it to kind of take root in our life. And it's saying here, strongholds are first established in our minds through um, a lie, and the lie usually is rooted in some sort of fear, right? And then from that fear is some sort of idol. So what is it that we're allowing to be more important than the Lord? Because that's what idol is, right? We're putting that place. We should have him in that seated throne, but instead we have something else. What is it? And that, and then, you know, what is it? Like, is it um, control? Like we have to have control. And so because of control, we have fear in our life because we're, we're fearful about what's going to happen, what we don't have control of, what we can't do, right? And then we're listening to the lies of you're not going to be able to control anything. You're never going to, it's all going to fall apart. All these bad things are going to happen to you, right? And it's because we're not rooted in trust in him. That's just an example, okay? <laughs> There's other, other obviously, pathways, but it comes down to trust in the Lord, right? When we don't have trust, then we set up these crazy idols where, that are rooted in fear and lies. And this is where we need to stop all of that and say, where is this rooted, Lord? And I want to uproot this, and I want to trust in you, Lord. And I believe that I can, as Paul says in here, Take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ and say, no, that's a lie. And I take that to the cross and I believe that God is going to cover me, that God is going to help me through this. And we shift our eyes to what's going on inside of us, the lies, the hurt, the fear, the shame. And we shift our eyes to Jesus who has already conquered it all, friend, right? He already paid the price. He already suffered and died, rose again in power so that we could walk in victory and authority, and power. I mean, seriously, it's really good. <laughs> Get back to that root. Get back to the root of who you are in him, okay? So here are a couple ways to just tag on to help you, help us. This, these are ways that we can strengthen ourselves in this area, okay? We have to be, right? Last week, we talked about 
I'm sorry, being aware of our thought patterns, right? Then we talked about um, getting in God's word, being aware of what we're doing, getting in God's word, and speaking out God's truth, okay? Today, we're going to get three more things, and the first thing is engaging in worship. Worship is such an awesome thing. You've heard me talk about it before if you've been here a while because it is my heart because it brings us into God's throne room, but it also creates intimacy with him because we are fully surrendered to him in those moments. It's it's in those moments that we are talking about the glory of God and we're declaring his goodness and we're um, surrendering it all to him that we're able to take our eyes for those moments off of what's going on inside of us, and we're looking to Him. That's why worship is so, so good. Singing songs and listening to worship music can shift your focus from negative thoughts to the greatness and goodness of God. It shifts our focus. It shifts our focus. And there's something about worship that is just so intimate with the Lord because it's like almost one-on-one. Even though a lot of times we do worship in a corporate setting, which I encourage you highly to do it outside of that throughout the week. That's what this is about because that's where the intimacy is built. But even in big corporate settings when we're worshiping, if you allow distractions to be um, gone and to separate yourself from what's going around, there is so much closeness that can happen in those moments as you release everything to him and call out his characteristics in the songs, in the music, and allow him to love on you. It's so good. But again, it's so much better when we do it on the daily. If we allow worship to fill our home and our car and our workplace um, and allow our hearts to be shifted in those moments and letting him fill the space that we're in. So that strengthens us, right? That strengthens us. And when we're full of worship and praise, it's really hard to allow lies to come in. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The heart behind the I'm On podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. That's a pretty good weapon, don't you think? (laughs) I mean, when you're hearing it, like, isn't that a pretty good weapon? Like, we're allowing, when we're full of that, how can a lie come in? Because we're just so consumed with his presence and his goodness. So first one, engage in worship. Get it, fill your home with it, right? Number two is set boundaries. Be intentional about what you allow into your mind. Limit exposure to negative influences such as social media or certain shows or certain songs you're listening to or unhealthy relationships, right, that, pop, that may, you know, perpetuate that negative thinking, what you put in will eventually come out. 
period. So choose to fill your eyes and your ears with good things. Again, whatever is what? True, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, praiseworthy. Think on these things. Focus on his goodness, his power and love. And when I say set boundaries, it you're you're going to have to take a look around and say, okay, what am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I scrolling through? What social media accounts am I following that probably aren't very uplifting or going to fuel my soul towards Jesus? In fact, some of them might be doing the opposite. Um, and just really taking inventory of that and saying, okay, Lord, what is it that I can set boundaries in that area so that it does not take from me and also it doesn't open any doors for lies to come in, right? It's kind of like <laughs> rom-coms, right? Don't get me wrong. Love rom-coms. I love they're hilarious and they're great and it's so awesome to watch people falling in love and the love story, right? So good. But certain ones are set up to kind of make you think that certain lifestyles are okay. Sleeping around, um, sex before marriage, all these things, right? And it, it can kind of, even though we're watching it, we're like, oh, we know that's not right. We either have to say at the end of watching the show, like, that was cute, but I don't believe in this. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in this. And I don't think that was right. Because that opens the door to your mind wandering in places that it shouldn't wander. Because our minds wander. And the enemy knows that. And he can start planting things in our minds. And let's just say you start some random thought comes in your mind. Say you're married, some random thought comes in your mind about an old boyfriend or an old relationship, and you're thinking about some romantic time you had together, okay? And it's not not good, right? In that moment, you need to be capturing your thoughts and saying, nope, that's not right, and moving on from that. But a lot of times our minds wander and then we're going back to this movie and we're thinking, oh, it was so romantic and I love watching those these romantic movies and oh, that time was so romantic and why isn't my husband more romantic and how come he doesn't take me on dates and how come now that we've been married 20 years, it's not as exciting as it was when we were 20 and how come we don't go on dates, blah, 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 okay? <laughs> Do you see how this can spiral? And I'm telling you this again from experience. We have to be able to stop that. We have to put boundaries up and say, no, we're not allowing those certain things in. And it, it really depends on where you're at and what affects your heart the most, right? And asking the Lord to be a part of that, you know, be a part of those decisions because he knows you best. And putting up boundaries that will, and because again, that was just one example of what could possibly happen. It, it could be about music. It'd be about social media. It could be about comparison. Okay. All of these things. There's so many, there's so many avenues. That was just an example, but you have to put up boundaries and say, okay, I know that when I watch rom-coms too many times, I start romanticizing things about life. And I start putting up these expectations for my husband that maybe he doesn't even know about. And then I'm disappointed when he doesn't follow through because I haven't communicated with him. You know what I'm saying? These, this is how things can quickly spiral out of control. Okay. So sorry, that was kind of a little bit of a tangent, <laughs> 
but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. So the whole point here is to set boundaries. Allow your mind to only be, allow your mind only to let things in that are going to fuel your heart and mind and keep you from something that might let a lie in or a betrayal. You know, your mind can super allow or open up doors to things that are not of of him very quickly. So, but I guess I'll have to say, even in that situation, the first thing to do would be to capture that thought and say, nope, that was because I was watching a rom-com and somehow this weird thought came in and I'm not even going to think about it anymore and I'm going to capture my thought and I'm going to let it go and I'm bringing it to Jesus and I'm saying, God, I don't know why this thought came in, but I'm rejecting it and I'm moving on. I love my husband. I love my family. I love our marriage and God bless our marriage. Taking it in that moment and saying, nope, seizing it and moving forward. Okay. All right. (laughs) This is going long. I'm really sorry. Okay. The third one is Replace lies with truth. Identify specific lies that you believe about yourself. Okay, this is, comes to like a little bit of last week saying, know what, knowing what's going on, knowing the lies. Identify the lies because we all have certain things that we kind of circle back to sometimes and it comes back again and we're believing these lies. I believed a lot of lies that I was not good enough to lead worship, that I didn't have what it takes because certain things hadn't happened for me. And even when God would move in services that I was part of, and that wasn't me, that was just me being available and obedient to his will, I still would battle the next day about what I did wrong, what I said wrong, and it was just the enemy trying to tear down what God was building up. So we each have, again, certain things that we believe about ourselves that we've kind of um, attached our self to this belief system of who we are, and it's not aligned with what God's word says about us. So it's very important to know God's word. Again, talking about getting in God's word. Here we are talking about getting his word. Knowing what he says about you and countering those lies with what is truth. And God's word is truth. So we have to know it and replace it. And if you're in a place where you're still learning how to get in the word, learning his word, and and that's okay, then guess what? We have this amazing thing called Google, and you can search scripture on any topic. Now, when you are searching those things, you need to be careful about what websites you actually start looking at. Make sure it's actually biblically based. It's direct from the scripture, it's scripture. It's not just someone's opinion, okay? If you look up something, you know, look up insecurities, like scripture on insecurity, make sure you're looking at the scripture itself um, and asking the Lord, bringing him in that conversation and saying, Lord, help me in this area. So, but replacing the lies with the truth. See, knowing what the lies are that you continue continue to partner with and continue to believe and cutting them off, okay? Cutting them off at the ankles. It can't walk anymore in your life. Replacing it with the truth of God's word and speaking it out of your life. Last week we talked about speaking truth. We got to replace those lies with God's truth, okay? Okay. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope and pray that you are challenged and blessed by this, my friend. Seriously, I want all of this is, oh, I want to point you to Jesus. Not me, Jesus. 
because he is the ultimate supplier. He's all we need. He is everything that we're ever going to need. And when we remember that and when we trust in him and we believe that he is a good father that wants good gifts for us and wants to walk with us, this wants to walk this life out with us and point us in the right direction, like so much freedom comes from that. So read your Bible, pray, worship, okay? Get in those spaces. Protect your mind from this crazy world. We got to protect our minds, protect our hearts from this crazy, crazy world and all that is going to try to get in to keep us from all that God has for us. So have an amazing rest of your week, friend. I'll see you on Friday. Remember, you are seen, known, loved by God. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his amazingly awesome and powerful love and walk confidently as the beautiful daughter that you are today. Have an amazing day and I will see you later. Bye now. All right, friend, before you go, really quick, if you've been around for a while and you've been loving the show and you've been listening constantly, first of all, I want to say thank you so much. It means the world to me that you're here, and I just pray that you are continually challenged and blessed by this. But could you do me a favor? Could you go and leave a rating and review? I would love to hear feedback from you. This is one of the only ways I can know that what I'm sharing is actually resonating with you. And it also helps to get the message out there to other beautiful women just like yourself. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to leave a rating and review. That would be amazing. All right, that is all. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye now.